How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject, where essentially I want to talk about something that um, someone brought up to me the other day, and I didn't have a chance to talk about it in, in this podcast yet, but it was actually a pretty interesting conversation in the sense that we were talking about um, what life would have been like if we got covid uh, like 15 years ago or or 10 years ago. No, yeah, let's say 15 years ago. Yeah. Before there was really any form of like online doing anything with, with one another. And uh, everything was like very, the internet was just at its infancy. I think at that time, 15 years ago, dial-up was still at its prime. And um, uh, broadband internet, was just rolling out for for some people uh i was fortunate enough to have broadband internet very early on when it first rolled out but i know for a lot of people that wasn't the case but um you know what what would life have been like if we all got COVID? then we neglect to think about the conveniences that we have now like with shopping and everything of that nature i would never be able to have the lifestyle that i have at this point uh, everyone would have to go into a store to buy things um and i don't think there would have been the capabilities for people to order things online and have it delivered to them like maybe but even like websites were like very inefficient flash-based and not very secure i don't think a lot of people really trusted at the time to put their credit card information online um, so, and then we were like talking about it and, uh, I was talking about how right now, you know, having a hobby, like being a gamer is very fortunate in the sense that, uh, I still get my, my ability to socialize with people through gaming essentially. And so, uh, I play different games and because of that, I have different friends that play those different games. And so it's not like I'm just talking to the same people all the time. No, I'm like talking to different people. And because of that, I, I don't feel like I'm just confined to just my house. And I wouldn't really feel like that would bother me too much because I do have like my wife and my daughter and they take up a lot of my time. But I have to be realistic as well and think to myself that like, could I really feasibly go without communicating with these people, like having like an interactivity with them. It's one thing to like communicate with them, but it would get pretty dull eventually. Like if you're calling each other every single day and asking how's your day going and if you're just doing the same thing. Um, I have those conversations sometimes with my parents because my parents will always ask me like, hey, so like how was your day? Like what'd you do today? And I'm like, uh, you know, not too different from the day before. Uh, I have like some like some achievements that my daughter did today but like you know pertaining to me really like me and my wife nothing really has changed too much um you know we're just trying to try to stay safe and and stay confined but i I, honestly i feel like a lot more people would have died um because of the fact that they would have to make the decision to if you want to live to just like go to a store or depression rates would be way worse like i i mean I don't really understand how society would have coped with it. I do know that like people have been able to cope with these kind of things before. You know, obviously you have the the Spanish flu of 1918, 
and clearly there was no no television. I think radio was just becoming a thing. And so there wasn't really that much entertainment for those individuals. But at the same time, we didn't live a day in the life of those people. And I bet their lives were completely miserable. And millions of people died because of that uh, pandemic. And I think it was just because people were forced to have to go to work and socialize and they couldn't work from home and, and they couldn't they couldn't have their means without having to go to a retail location or go to a store. And so I don't think America really has had like another big bad pandemic since then. I think anthrax like thrown into the mix, but anthrax was really just targeting individuals in DC. That was like a weird time. That was like what? 2000, 2006, 2005. When that, when these people were, were essentially sending anthrax to like Washington, like to Congress and, and to the president and it was like a scary time where essentially everyone was like super cautious about opening any mail because they were afraid that there was going to be a white powder in there. Um, but I mean, that wasn't really a pandemic. That was more like a terrorism. I don't think there's been any level of like, like COVID since the Spanish flu, at least here in the States. I mean, in Asia is a little bit different, but um, yeah, I just like, we were talking about it for a while and I, I just, I, like was sitting there trying to have this like thought exercise. And I was like, man, I don't know if I would have been able to make it. I really don't. I, I think you would lose it eventually. Like you just crack or you just have to go out and just get COVID and just, and the other thing too, is like technology is so great now that it allows us to have the ability to roll out a vaccine in, in less than a year. Whereas like before, I mean, you don't have artificial intelligence. You don't have, really an efficient means of collaborating with other universities and, and, and pharmacies and, and um, doctors and, and people on the field. So trying to gather and siphon through all of this information that's out there about COVID would have just been impossible. <clears throat> you People would have to be reading papers and not be able to like, you know, search for a specific field that they're looking for. It, it just... It definitely would have taken years. Life would have been so much worse if COVID came out like 15 years ago. It it would have just been horrible for society. And so that is one way, I guess, of looking at it. Half glass full is, you know, to think at least it rolled out now, this pandemic. I mean, it's really showing us the inefficiencies in our systems that exist in society. But at the same time, we have some levels of technology that are able to keep us entertained during something like this. But I, I, I am definitely a lot more appreciative of the resources. And I've always been appreciative of like the resources that I have that allow me to live a lifestyle where I can be at home and not risk myself catching COVID. You know, a lot, a lot, a lot of people out there don't have that Liberty. And and I, I empathize and I feel bad for those people, but, um, you know, I take this stuff very seriously. And so like I've, I've tried my hardest to kind of position myself where I can keep myself entertained and my wife entertained and my brother now entertained, you know, living out of a house and, and not having interactivity with people in person. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's I, I'm just, we're all fortunate to some degree that we're able to 
have some level of inter- interactivity with one another through like games and Zoom calls. And there are so many different ways people are getting creative about, you know, socializing with their friends without having to be there in person. It's it's so awesome. But video games has just always been uh, a unique way to do it. <laughs> I, I It would be so stressful. I, I don't even know what I would be doing. I mean, at that point in my life, though, I was a teenager, so I probably wasn't even thinking... I, I probably would have been like these kids now that was that would be like, oh, it's not really killing kids. Not, I mean, it's barely killing younger individuals. Let me just go out there, get it, whatever. I'll, I'll go through it. So, I mean, I feel like I would probably be fine then, but it's just still, like, you don't want to gamble. You never know. Like, you never know if, like, you're going to be the person that, that gets the bad juju from... Um, from that strain of COVID like some you're like friends all do well. And you're the one that's having like long-term breathing issues and things of that nature. Like that's my biggest fear about this, this disease It's not really if it's going to kill me. I, I know it's not going to kill me. What my biggest fear is just like what long-term ramifications could I potentially get from being exposed to COVID? And I just don't know yet the percentage of individuals that after contracting it, have some lingering effects after the fact. I don't know that variable. Like I know for a fact that people dying from COVID, a majority of the people dying from COVID is because they've had some level of pre-existing health condition. Um, and so they were super at high risk. Like if you look at the percentage of people that died directly from COVID and had no other pre-existing health conditions, that number is very low. It's a very small number. For everyone else, and it's actually getting smaller and smaller over time because, like, doctors and hospitals and everyone's like more informed about like what you should and shouldn't do when it comes to treatment for this disease. But, um, yeah, like I, I just I would still be afraid that like I would be the unlucky person that like gets some like breathing issues or asthma or I don't even know. There's like so many different long term like diseases that people are getting from COVID. It's it's so scary, but. Something to think about. Something to appreciate a little bit more. Like next time that you're like having fun with someone over like the internet or you're having food delivered to you from like Amazon, Walmart, Target or like products or services delivered to you. Think to yourself just like how unrealistic that would have been that to have that level of convenience 15 years ago. And how fortunate are we that we are going through this pandemic now compared to then. And I mean, shoot, like for every future pandemic as well, it's going to be very similar. Like we'll have some levels of of conveniences. But at the same time, you could argue that, you know, aviation really created this issue because like back in the day, just people would just die on a boat and then the boat would never arrive to the other country. Like if this, this kind of this kind of stuff would never exist like between Europe and America. It would just like exist in Europe and never make it to America because like it takes so long to go from from Europe to America on a boat. But now because we have planes and it's so fast for people to get from one point to another, this disease spreads everywhere. So I'm getting off into a tangent. Anyways, <laughs> just something to think about, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. And I will catch you guys manana for another message to my beautiful daughter. Till then, though, I will catch you guys manana. Peace.